Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. The Pittsburgh area, and specifically for our purposes, the Mon Valley area, has a very rich uh, heritage of immigration from many, many different countries, from Europe, from South America, from Africa. One of the groups that has been very prominent uh, in western Pennsylvania, particularly in our Mon Valley area, is the Serbian heritage. And coming up on October 1st and 2nd, you can, if you're anywhere near the McKeesport, Duquesne, Braddock, West Mifflin area, you can get a taste of Serbia uh, right at St. Sava's Church in McKeesport. We're going to talk a little bit about St. Sava's Church. We're also going to talk a little bit about uh, what they're cooking during a taste of Serbia and um, maybe give you some ideas uh, for some meals that you can either get there or prepare at home. Our guests this morning are Jim Brady. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Jason. And Dee Dee Basket. Uh, good morning, Dee Dee. Good morning, Jim. Uh, first things first, uh, Jim, let me ask you, uh, tell us a little bit about what a taste of Serbia is coming up at St. Savas. Sure. So uh, we have a uh, Serbian food fair uh, planned for October 1st and 2nd. Um, curtailed because of the COVID pandemic. Um, We had planned in 2020 to have a fuller cultural experience with exhibitions and live music, uh, church tours. Uh, We've had to curtail that. Um, We're we're expanding a little bit this year, but while COVID's hanging around, uh, we're still a little short of our goals. Um, We'll have an expanded menu this year with uh, more Serbian food uh, than we had last year in our inaugural year. Um, and uh, we'll have limited outdoor seating uh, available as well as expanded hours. Um, so we're taking small steps, and hopefully uh, as we continue to grow uh, in future years, uh, we will have a fuller, richer experience to share with uh, with our customers and friends in the community. You, you did a smaller event last year, correct? But uh, it was takeout only, so you've added the seating this year. Correct. What what do you do with the taste of Serbia? Are you working in the kitchen? Are you working up front? Uh, what what sort of roles do you have? Well, I somehow found myself to be the event chairperson, so I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, last year, I was at the front with the walk up orders. Uh, this year, we're adding uh, pre ordering and adding online ordering. So I'm going to monitor the online ordering, uh, and I'm going to uh, take the uh, pre orders. Uh, from Didi uh, those two days, and make sure that that whole process flows uh, smoothly. But uh, I'll be doing a little bit of everything uh, both days. Uh, Didi Baskett uh, from uh, St. Sava's Church, uh, what will you be doing uh, as Jim's taking orders? Well, there isn't a piece of food that doesn't come through uh, our kitchen help, and I also go and pick up most of the food, and we also have uh, Gordon Bananas delivers a lot of our food. Um, we also go down uh, places like Restaurant Depot. We bought 
containers and stuff. So everything that has to do with the kitchen and the food, um, that's where I'm at. Can you give us the uh, telephone number for people who want to place a, an order? 412-469-2955. Think, is there also a, a email address or a website that they can order from? I think I saw an email or a website. www.sinksava.ca. Dot org. Okay, Dee Baskett and Jim Brady are on the line with us. They are at St. Savas Church in McKeesport. The church is at 901 Hartman Street. Um, what's the easiest way to get there? I'll ask uh, Dee Dee. It's, it's right down the hill from McKeesport High School and from Penn State Greater Allegheny, correct? When we come across the McKeesport Bridge, you just stay on that ramp straight ahead of the bridge, and you just stay in that right-hand lane. And it takes you right on the Hartman Street, and you go up probably about three blocks, and we're on the left-hand side. I, I, I'm assuming, and I'm going to start with you, D.D., and then I'm going to go over to Jim, but I'll, I'll start with you. Uh, I, I'm assuming you, you both have some Serbian heritage in your background. Uh, what do you know about your heritage, D.D.? 100% Serbian. My mother and my father both were Serbian Orthodox, and uh, I came to this church 49 years ago when I got married. I was in the Alokopa Church previous to that. And uh, I, I just, we did everything. You know, when we were younger, you have Sunday school, you have tambourists, you have uh, all your friends. We have a church camp uh, in outside of Meville, Pennsylvania, uh, St. Salvation Camp, and you participate in that. That's a very big thing in our Eastern Diocese is the camp in our church. What would somebody notice who was coming from a different um, faith tradition? My uh, mom's side of the family, for instance, is Hungarian Reformed. My dad's side of the family was was Byzantine Catholic. So what what would people notice if they came to St. Salas for the first time for a church service? Is the church service in English or in Serbian? In English. Uh-huh. Our, our church service is very meaningful. We read the epistle, we read the gospel, our priest. Uh, uh, is very American. He was born, of course, in the United States, like uh, we are. And um, he speaks English. He understands uh, Serbian as well. Uh, Our choir is very beautiful. Uh, We sing in Slavonic. Um, Most of our responses are in Slavonic, and it's very beautiful, and it's very meaningful. Uh, Our church teaches you that uh, Christ is the... Uh, main reason for living, and that God is uh, does everything for us, and always will be. And with God, everything can happen, and that's our teaching. Uh, over to you, uh, Jim Brady. Um, the Serbian heritage uh, in, in your family as well. Well, if you could tell from the name, uh, I'm not Serbian, Jason. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm actually Ukrainian. My mother's Ukrainian, so I grew up in the Orthodox faith, as did Didi. Um, and the Slavic traditions are very similar. Um, and um, you know, the um, the calendar in our church is a little bit different, right? So we celebrate uh, Christmas according to the Julian calendar on January seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we celebrate uh, Easter a few weeks uh, different uh, than the Western churches. Um, but uh, you know, building on what Katie said, you know, um, the, the faith is very rich. Um, the, the music, um, the, the uh, iconography, and the artwork in the church, um, as well as our community, is very, very warm and welcoming. Um, the Serbs are very warm people, and uh, I married a Serbian girl 30 years ago, and uh, just 
embraced the community, and the community embraced me, and uh, been very involved uh, with St. Sava for about 22 years now. Uh, we're talking with uh, Jim Brady and uh, Didi uh, Baskut. They are both members of St. Sava's uh, Serbian Orthodox Church in Mukisport, which has a Taste of Serbia festival coming up October 1st and 2nd. You can pre-order, and we're going to give you the menu options here in just a little while, 412-469-2955. They are taking pre-orders, uh, but they also will have limited walk-up uh, service while while supplies last, basically, uh, on the day of October 1st and 2nd. They're at 901 Hartman Street uh, in McKeesport, just off of uh, Route 148. You, you, you both bring up a good um, point, which is, and, and as I mentioned, my mom's side of the family is Hungarian Orthodox. There are people that I know that go to the Hungarian, or, or, or Hungarian Reformed, rather. There are people that I know that go to the Hungarian Reformed Church in McKeesport who are not Hungarian. Uh, there are people who go to the Polish National Catholic Church in McKeesport who are not Polish. Um, it, it, that's not it, that's not as uncommon, I guess, as it used to be. Is that correct, Jim? That's very correct. We have a lot of families in our parish where uh, people have married into the faith uh, or have converted into the faith. So, yes, you're, you're very accurate on that. Um, we're going to have to take a break here in about uh, 30 seconds, um, but I wanted to ask you, uh, Jim, first of all, uh, where do you come into uh, St. Savas from? Are you in McKeesport or in one of the surrounding communities? I live in North Huntington. Okay. So uh, the church over the years has grown beyond the boundaries of McKeesport and Duquesne, and we have people uh, from far away as Apollo, uh, Monroeville, North Huntington. Um, it's, it's very geographically spread nowadays. I, I noticed that it's it's called St. Sava's Church of, of McKeesport, Duquesne. Was was there a separate church in Duquesne that, that merged with the one in McKeesport? Or? No, uh, the people, when the church was started, it was started in 1901, and it was started by a Russian uh, Orthodox, uh, and they included the Serbian Orthodox when they started the church. And the people came, of course, for the meal, and they um, there was a group from McKeesport and a group from Duquesne. And they came together uh, and built a church with the Russian people, and um, their first priest was Russian Orthodox. Um, but they, um, the people from Duquesne never wanted to uh, forget that they lived in Duquesne, and the people from McKeesport, even though the church was in McKeesport, wanted to <clears throat> let them know, excuse me, that, um, that that is important for you to know where you came, where you are and where you came from, kind of thing. We're talking with Didi Basket, and also on the line with us is Jim Brady. They're members of St. Sava's uh, Serbian Orthodox Church in McKeesport and Duquesne. It's physically located in McKeesport, but as Didi was just explaining, they've got uh, members uh, who come from Duquesne and from all over western Pennsylvania. They have a Taste of Serbia festival coming up October 1st and 2nd uh, to pre-order 412-469-2955. The church is at 901 Hartman Street in McKeesport. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you a little bit about some of these menu options uh, that people will have, and also ask you about the preparation time that goes into some of these foods, okay? Thank you. Uh, you're tuned to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Strifler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Strifler's has provided compassionate, professional memorial 
memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Strifflers offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Strifflers also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. Welcome back. We're talking with Jim Brady and Dee Dee Bascott from St. Sava's Serbian Orthodox Church in McKeesport. They're at 901 Hartman Street. Uh, Dee Dee, let me ask you, when, when are services? Uh, what time are services there? Well, we just went back. In the summer, we go at 930, and um, we just are going back tomorrow. It's the first day of Sunday school. We're having a big welcoming picnic uh, outside of the church for that, and it's going to start at 10. And our church service will stay at 10 now until uh, the summer hours. We were talking off the air, I was asking if uh, a little bit of the history of the church, the, the church building, the physical building that your, your church is in there on Hartman Street near McKeesport High School, is from the 50s, I think, and in fact I Correct. saw recently a, an article uh, from the 50s about some of the architecture um, in that church. Uh, it's, 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 it's modernistic, but it's, it's also very traditional. Describe it a little bit for me. We have a big iconostas, uh, which is uh, where the priest is behind the iconostas and the altar is, is his altar tables where he works off of. And um, our church has, uh, it could probably seat maybe 120 people inside. Uh, like Jim had mentioned before, we have beautiful artwork on the, on the walls, and the, our iconostas is, is from the original church, which was um, in the keys work on was it Hazel Street, White Street. Okay. And, uh, so you never get rid of that. Um, you know, you just carry that from one place to the other, you know. Is that what to a lay person we might call an icon screen? It, it has uh, different images and different pictures? Okay. Uh, this, uh, Jim, do you feel comfortable describing a little bit about what that looks like for people? Because anyone who has not been in an, an Orthodox or a Byzantine church to see that icon screen, it is, it is quite beautiful and, and striking. Yes. So uh, the concept comes from the early days of the church where people were so excited about their faith. They would crawl the altar, they would crawl the priest and the celebrant, and it was very difficult at times to complete the, the service. So the screen was uh, erected as a separation between the people and the priest, so the priest could, you know, uh, consecrate the Eucharist and say all the prayers uh, without the press of people. So uh, the icon screen uh, central is what we call the royal doors. Uh, that's where the priest will go in and out during different points of the service. Um, artwork or icons on the icon screen um, are of uh, Christ our Lord, uh, his mother, the Virgin Mary, whom in the Orthodox faith we call Theotokos. And then surrounding them are different states of the Church. For example, our patron is St. Sava, so his icon is depicted there. Uh, St. Nicholas is a very big um, patron, protector of, of the Slavic people, so St. Nicholas is um, depicted there as well. Um, we have the, the Apostles, uh, the birth of Christ, the crucifixion, the resurrection, um, and uh, and so forth. So the, the the point of iconography in the church is to provide learning or visualization. And conceptually, the Orthodox faith believes that when that worship service is taking place, uh, the church in heaven and the church on earth are united. And so we visually depict that to remind people that there's one church, uh, one body of Christ, 
surrounded by the saints during the uh, celebration of the service. And, and I, Didi, I think, mentioned that the 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 icon screen uh, that is in your current church that was built in the 50s came from the original St. Salva's Church, which I, I think she said was on White Street downtown. Um, do you have any idea who created it? Was it created locally? Was it uh, sent over from Europe? It would have been created locally by local craftsmen. At, at that time, um, you know, uh, Didi mentioned, you know, the, the congregation was made up of mill workers, right? So not necessarily wealthy people. So it would have been prohibitive to bring something like that from the old country. Sure. So local craftsmen uh, built that. And and, and uh, we're talking with uh, Jim Brady and Dee Dee Basket from uh, St. Sava uh, Church in McKeesport. St. Sava PA dot O-R-G is the uh, website if you want more information. And I think they also are on Facebook as well. Just search for St. Sava Serbian Orthodox Church. And, and I don't know who wants to answer this, whether you, uh, Jim, or, or Dee Dee, uh, but St. Sava was a very important figure in, in Serbian history. Am I accurate about that? Yes, he's a national saint, patron of the, the Serbian people. Uh, his his subtitle, he will be Enlightener uh, of the Serbian people. Um, he was from a royal family in Serbia centuries ago um, who gave up earthly title and earthly riches uh, to become a monk. Uh, he spent time on Mount Athos, which is a uh, holy mountain, a holy site for Orthodox Christians in Greece. Uh, and he came back to Serbia, uh, was uh, elected Serbia's first archbishop, and uh, became um, someone who really spread the faith in Serbia. Um, he's revered uh, to this day. There's a national church uh, in Belgrade uh, that was took centuries to build and was just consecrated within the last year. Um, and among the Serbs, he's very cherished and very revered, especially among school children. His feast day is celebrated on January 27th, and that's a big day for the Serbian churches. No matter who their patron is, they will honor St. Sava on that day with a program where the children recite poems uh, honoring St. Sava um, and um, uh, Taking on uh, just you know um, some of, some of his uh, some of his things, uh, poetry and so forth. So uh, a national saint, a very revered saint to the Serbian people. We're going to shift gears here very very rapidly because I, I know there are some people probably listening saying, you know, you've been teasing us with this talking about this taste of Serbia and about the Serbian food, but you've been talking about all the history. So when are you going to get to the Serbian food? Uh, Jim Brady and Didi Basket are on the line with us from St. Sava's Church. Uh, Didi, tell us a little bit about what is going to be on the menu for Taste of Serbia on October 1st and October 2nd. Well, on Friday, we're going to have our famous fish sandwich. Um, we were voted uh, many times the number one fish uh, sandwich in Pennsylvania on the incline by the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Um, the Quad Father was the one who got us started uh, with with winning all these awards. Uh, so on Friday, we're going to have our fish, and we're going to put a but we'll have our regular man, menu, which has uh, lamb sandwiches, uh, chevups. Our lamb sandwiches are uh, we get a boneless lamb and we marinate it, and then we cook it and we slice it and we serve it on a good bun. And uh, then we're having chevups, which are um, like sausages. You get six sausages, and it's in a bun. And then you put, we give you onions, and um, we give you a spread that we make. It's called kaimak. Kaimak is made with cream cheese, butter, and some feta. Spell spell you that just, for me, uh, Didi. Uh, how does that spell or, or pronounce it for people who are not familiar? 
Kaimuk is K-A-J-M as a Mary A-K. Okay. And uh, we also have Budik. Uh, Budik is a meat dish. Um, it's a phyllo dough, and then you put onions and, and uh, both in beef, and um, like ground beef, and uh, some cheese, and you layer that on top of each other, and then with lots of butter, and you pour it over that. And it's baked. And, of course, we have stuffed cabbage. And uh, we we make a soup even uh, throughout the year. It's called grind corpus. It's made with sauerkraut and beans, and then you make your roux. And um, we're also going to have uh, hulushki, which everybody knows what hulushki is. And we have in, in Pittsburgh, they do, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, in, Pits- in Pittsburgh, they know what hulushki is. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> they better. <laughs> and uh, serving potato salad, which is potatoes. Uh, cooked, and we put green onions with vinegar and oil on it. And then we make our coleslaw the same way. We use vinegar and oil dressing for our coleslaw. And then we have all our sweet. Uh, we make our own apple strudel. Um, I, we normally make, uh, like for International Village, we would make 2,000. Uh, we're going to have probably 1,000 for that, and they go very fast. We also have our palachimpis, which are th- our thin crepes. And they're filled with a sweet cheese filling. Uh, we're having krosna, which is uh, a Serbian word for fried donuts. And we make our own dough. And um, it's nothing bought. It's, um, you know, your own dough with the yeast and the flour and the eggs and the sugar and all that. Uh, we're also having something called love knots. We make this up at camp at Shailen. Um it's the bread dough, and uh, you just roll it and twist it in butter and sugar and cinnamon, and you knot it. And uh, we're having pineapple pizza, which is um, a, a, it's a two-layer uh, cake, and in between the two layers is a layer of pineapple. And we're going to have our kefils, um, which is like a um, cold dough, or I don't know. There's so many names for that, but they're not filling or apricot filling. And we're going to have a sampler, which is going to consist of a little bit of everything. And we're trying to share. We're, we, we've gone places and gotten a Sunday, So we said we would make a St. Salva Sunday. It's going to have two scoops of vanilla ice cream <laughs> with some apple strudel on top of it. You're t- we're t- telling these people, a lot of people are listening on Sunday morning, and they're getting hungry while they're uh, either going to church or coming home. Uh, we have to take one more 30-second break. When we come back, I want to ask you about where some of these different recipes come from, okay? Thank you. Uh, we're talking with Didi Basket and Jim Brady from St. Sava Serbian Orthodox Church. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. Our guests for a final few minutes are Jim Brady and Dee Dee Baskett. They're from St. Sava Church. I was—I don't know who updates your website, uh, Jim and Dee Dee, but um, it is very nice and very thorough. Uh, if you're interested in this Taste of Serbia uh, event that is coming up on October 1st and 2nd, you can just click right there and it takes you right to a form where you can order it. The whole menu is up online. It's at stsavapa.org. That's S A V A. St. Sava, P-A dot O-R-G. And uh, they are also, it looks like, on Facebook and Twitter as well. That's pretty cool. 
Um, when we took the break, uh, Didi, I was asking about some of the things that are, are on the menu for October 1st and 2nd. We should say that the church is taking pre-orders, but they also will have limited walk-up uh, this year while supplies last. Um, Didi, where do some of the recipes come from? I, I know in my own family, um, my grandmothers used to make uh, uh, apricot and nut squares. And when they passed away, we realized, oh, they never told us how they made those. So my, my wife and I, we had to kind of recreate, well, how would grandma have, have made these squares? Uh, where, where do these recipes come from? Always, always from your grandmother and your mother. But also we have many Serbian cookbooks from ch- our churches from all across America we have had uh, and Canada. Uh, and so it's just most of it is tradition stuff when we learn. Like our nut and apricot rolls, uh, our platinica, uh perfected that, and we sell about 2,000 rolls, uh, not apricot, and poppy seed, and um, uh, we make an apricot and nut mixed uh, roll that we sell at Christmas time and also at Easter time. And we're taking orders now for them, uh, and they'll be ready too. But it is mostly, like you said, your mother and your grandmother. So, so there's some of the, a lot of these recipes then have been passed down. From through the church or from families to the church or from families to families, then these are mostly traditional recipes then that people would recognize for who, you know, if we could go back in time 100 years ago. Yes, definitely. I, I, I will throw this question open to both of you. Have either of you been back to Serbia or been to Serbia or ever, ever visited Serbia and, and was wondering if you had any impressions? No. Jim? Uh, I I haven't, uh, but ironically, uh, my family had planned to travel there last year. Uh, my wife and I celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary and wanted to uh, see the see the country. She still has family there. Sure. Um, and just as we were about to put our deposit down, uh, we realized that it wasn't going to be possible. So we're hopeful, you know, sometime in the in the near future, we can we can resume those plans. But uh, uh, would look forward to it. It's a beautiful country. Uh, Jim, I, I think you're on the parish council at, at St. Savas, if I'm correct. Um, how, how did this pandemic that we're still going through, how, how did it affect services? I'm assuming like everyone else, you had to go online for a while or, or suspend for a while. Yes, yes. In the interest of safety, we, like other churches, had to uh, suspend in-person services. Um, and being a small church, um, we were at a loss, you know, what to do in our priest. Uh, Father Stevo Rocknich and his wife, Joanne, um, really stepped up and uh, filled the void. Uh, for example, he, he, he volunteered his personal cell phone to, to live stream the services. Um, so, you know, we streamed services. Um, he began a weekly podcast to keep connected to the community. Um, and, you know, the council talked frequently, you know, throughout that time as to when to open safely, how to open safely. And we followed both the CDC guidelines and the guidelines of um, Allegheny County and also, most importantly, our uh, Eastern Diocese Bishop. And uh, as as things eased, uh, we gradually came back to a point now that we're fully open for services um, and uh, people are welcome to wear a mask if they're more comfortable. Yep. Um, if, if they're vaccinated and they feel they don't have to wear a mask, um, then that would be, again, Whatever makes people feel safe and comfortable uh, while while joining us for services. 
That is, I think it's been very difficult and challenging, I think, for, obviously, for schools, for businesses, for for churches and temples and and synagogues and and everyone, social organizations, to try to figure out what we're doing. This is kind of all new, but uh, one thing I think about, and and either one of you, if you want to jump in, is that a lot of people around here don't have great internet access. It's something that we've talked about on this show before, and a lot of people around here don't have great computer access, so... Uh, kudos to you guys for, for, for being able to put things online like you did. Our, our website, you mentioned about our website yeah. before. Our website is run by a young man named Marco uh, Lucas, and he's excellent at that. Uh, I don't know what his profession is, but he sure does do a good job on our Facebook page and our website. Yeah, it, and it, it, is, it is hard without people having a computer you know, computer access, it is very hard. Go to org. That's S-T-S-A-V-A-P-A dot O-R-G, or just Google for a taste of Serbia, the second annual uh, Serbian food festival at St. Sava's that is coming up October 1st and 2nd. Didi Basket, thank you for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Thank you, Jason, so much for your help. That's very nice. Thank you. And uh, Jim Brady, also thank you very much for, for taking some time to, to talk with us all this morning. Thank you, Jason, and thank you to your listeners. Uh, we certainly hope to uh, see some of them and to see you at, at Taste of Serbia on October 1st and 2nd. And, and thank you all for listening this morning to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.